Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And now, it's time for part three of In the Moment. It's time for In the Moment shoutouts. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Yo, shout out to Solid People. That's it, that simple. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> I'm sip, yo, people who keep it real, who That's are genuine, fair. who are authentic, who are about what they say they are about. They don't switch up. They don't change. They don't mm-hmm. cold switch. You stand by who you are. You don't fake for nothing. And you don't try to stop somebody else shine to get your own on. I just think that's a rare individual today. And if you are that person, and I mean really that person, I don't mean fronting for the people around you in your car right now or at work right now. I mean, that's really you. Shout out to you. That's fair. Shout out to introverts. Oh, you. Yeah, me. Me. Shout out to the me's. Nah, because I saw a video of somebody said the other day, hey, some of y'all be like, when you meet an introvert, oh, well, he's a jerk. He's an a-hole. He didn't really speak. He was quiet. But then he said something that was true. I never really heard before. He said, but then if you go ask somebody else about this same introvert, they'll be like, what? Who, him? Man, the life of the party. Funny. Mm. Outgoing. Mm. Man, you crazy, right? Mm. And he said the the reason for that is introverts typically operate in a space off of whatever their gut tells them to do. So if you ever around an introvert and they don't really give you a lot of energy. There's a reason. If they don't give you a lot of words. There's a reason. If you've never seen them happy or in their true bag of authenticity. There's a reason. So stop blaming them and blame yourself because once again. There's a reason. Moving on. Shout out to Summer Walker. Yes. I found a second song. Well, all right, you got to let me hear it. And the reason I'm shouting Summer Walker out is because of the first song mm. that Katie let me play. And this all started because last week, if you were not here, or maybe it was two weeks ago, actually, I can't remember. These weeks are going by really fast. But Katie discriminated yeah. against me. I thought it was equality all around. I thought everyone out here was fighting for equal rights. But Katie told me as a straight man that I could not scissor with scissor. Yes. Still don't understand it, but whatever. I thought we were both in the same fight. That's what you, I thought. You have a dick. Why but you, then you said why do you got to keep letting that come in between what I'm trying to do, yo? No, but I did give you credit because you said if I just... Nip and tuck. Nip and tuck. That, that's how you said. You, yes. You just let it rest. You know what I mean? then maybe you could possibly scissor if nothing went in. But? Then maybe. Fine. If I can scissor with scissor, and then I have a friend, actually the same friend who Katie has um, gone out of her way, friend slash cousin who Katie has gone out of her way to insult and offend. I do insult him, but I do love him. I love you, dude. And he insults you back, so it's fine. But and it's only because I, I realized you were taller than I thought. I thought you were short before I haven't met you in person. You were short energy. I did. I really did. Until I met him in person. You know what like, he would say if he was here, I was right? like, this dude is tall. You know what he would say? He would be like, that's I, fine. I thought you were straight. Oh, oh. Okay. He always, that's oh, what he would say. Well, we had a grown man debate about mm-hmm. Scissor versus Summer Walker. 
which I thought was really great because I've never heard two grown men fight over two amazing female artists. So I don't think there's a wrong answer here if it's a scissor versus Summer Walker. But I will say this. Katie, let me hear some shit that was fire. And damn it, if I can't scissor with scissor with, I would just like to walk in the summer with Summer Walker. And I don't care if Meech is there. Cause you know, you know, you I seen know, them. I know. You I seen know them what looking. They look like they don't, they don't look like they from that same place Nelly was talking about. They ain't look dirty. <laughs> don't start that. <laughs> I thought that was a compliment. No, no. it's not a compliment. Not you say it twice. If you say they dirty, dirty. <laughs> no. What's Daddy gonna do in jail? Stop. What? Stop. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I thought you wanted to pop. I don't care. I don't care. I know. All right, my bad. I know. All I'm saying is I would like to walk in the summer with Summer Walker, scissor with scissor, mm. play in the snow with who, Katie? Snow Allegra. You better know it. Woo! And I don't care that it's the beginning of May. Mm. Bring Ella in this bitch and watch what happens. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> All right. Ella. L is <laughs> Yo, shout out to the beautiful women who are killing music. You all appreciate it. Uh. All right, y'all, let's get down to business. Alright, before we get into the real, let's get to the serious. Um, prayers out to Jamie Foxx. Oh, absolutely. Eerily similar to the Bernie Mac situation is kind of bothering me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big-time Jamie Foxx fan, always have been. It ain't but five people on my inspiration list. He's one of them. Mm. Three weeks in the hospital. I do not fully believe that he has given us any of these messages we have received. I also believe it is not our business, but I just feel like that's a long time to be in the hospital with no updates. And again, Mm. it just kind of reminds me a little too much of that Bernie Mac situation, and I'm playing for different results. Absolutely. You got anything to add there? No. Okay. Just wishing for the best. Who's next? Now, typically... You want a seat at the table. The only time you may not want a seat at the table is when you get to the table and realize that the people at the table are not acting in a way that you thought they would be. Mm. And you may have to put a stop to it. And when you think of stop, what stops a sentence, Katie? Uh, Blood? Period? Is that what you want? I don't understand why period wasn't the first thing. It was going to be period, but then I was like... (laughs) I don't understand. Blood, blood, what does blood stop the sentence? I don't understand how you went to blood first, is all I'm saying. Like, you got there second? All right, let, let me, I, you really want to know how I got there? I no. was going to say period, because he's like, what stops the sentence? And I was like, oh, period. But I was like, why would he go for the direct answer unless he's not talking about something that's directed to women? Because so the, setup, cycles, this, the setup was about period, to hit. So, you went to the punchline before the setup. Oh, I'm and sorry. And fucked my whole shit up. You did this last week when I asked you to name two mem songs, and you started rapping the whole second <laughs> mem song. Who the hell could do that shit, Katie? <laughs> Who can rap a full-blown two mem songs? Me. Don't fuck my shit up, okay? I said what stops a sentence. I've been around these. Period. I know. Thank period. you. <laughs> now. Period. Yes. Now, when you think of period, what do you think of? Cycle. That's the part when you say blood. Katie. Blood. <laughs> blood, blood, blood. When you think of blood, what color is blood? Red. Well, burgundy. And if red is at the table, what kind of table is it? A red table talk. And that's why that shit stopped. J. <laughs> I 
I didn't know the end. I knew I know. half of it. But see? <laughs> see? See? What's up? Nah, because you, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was good as fuck. <laughs> no, but you fucked it up. I'm you sorry. fucked it up. No, it's still good, but you, yeah, right? <laughs> Stop being too good for us to be good. Right? That's when the chemistry too good. <laughs> I said, Katie, what stops the sentence? She said, Jada Pinkett. <laughs> That's what she wanted. <laughs> yep. Got my point across. Don't worry about it. Who's next? It was a point on this podcast a long time ago when I came in here. And I infamously said that Brian McKnight should change his name to Brian McDaytime. <sighs> and I had no idea how right I was. <clears throat> Boy, was I right. This man. Katie, take it from here. All right. So, if I ever crossed your mind, <laughs> just know I cared about my kids. <laughs> and Brian did not. <laughs> so. <laughs> so fact, though. Oh, it's so, so sad, man. So, Brian McKnight. Everyone know who Brian McKnight is. You know, one. You know, it's like a dream come true. And <laughs> But was it? <laughs> no. But was it, Brian? So, Brian had three kids yep. with his first wife, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Around the time he first came out, and for those who don't know who Brian McKnight is, that's an R&B singer, right? He has classic hits from the '90s, right? And they're probably on a "Where Is That Now" thirty-five, and they played the you know you know the hits, whatever. Yep. And then he found a new wife, and then he uh, he took in her kids that were not biologically his kids, mm-hmm. and basically disregarded his biological kids. Every one of them. Now, at first, people understood. Why he disregarded one of his sons? Because he's like, my son was so entitled. Yep. And Only I told us like, about one of them. You know, I don't want to, you know, pay for this kid. He's so entitled. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be this tough love. But he yep. didn't talk about his other son or his first daughter in the scenario at all. But now if you go to Brian McKnight's Instagram, he says that he's a father. He says, I am a husband and father too. And he lists the kids. He lists the kids' names in the bio. Did yep. you see that? Yes, I did. And all the kids' name in the bio is the kids with his new kids, new wife. It's the new kids on the block, right? It's not his biological child or anything like that. Rest of his kids are the Backstreet Boys, and he has his stepdaughter, who he says is the daughter he always wanted. And if anyone interviews Brian McKnight, he says any music that he created when he had those three kids had no inspiration on shit. But when he married this woman and adopted, basically took in her stepkids. That was his inspiration for life, and he now disregards his three children. Yep. Which is the most disrespectful thing I think you can do as a father. Yep. Cheers to the daughter I never, I always wanted, and you already have a daughter who didn't do shit to you. I think one of those kids' birthday is January 12th, and that's the only 112 that Brian McKnight acknowledges. <laughs> Brian McKnight was an R&B star around the same time that Joe was, and it was one thing that Brian didn't want Joe to see. Mm. Ooh. I'm I'm different. Ooh. And you know what that one thing was, Katie? What? I mean, a colorist. <laughs> hey, I'm not here to talk. How's your name, Brian McKnight? Mm. And you don't recognize those three brown-skinned children you had before you had those three new children. But the mix You just going to start was... a whole new family, son? Yes. And just you... Yes. You know the other three done put post up over the years. No. About how I, yo, what's up? He intentionally did this. The fact that nasty, I feel man. like as a father, when you, instead of in your bio, your social, media fo- your social media profile, right? Instead of saying, hey, a husband, a father, an R&B singer. No, you say a husband, 
a father to these kids and you name individually the kids that you a father to except for your other kids, mm-hmm. that's the most pettiest, How? stupid, disrespectful disrespectful shit you can ever do. These are the type of people I'm talking about, Katie. When I talk about these people who can go out here and live these lives in a way to where it's like the most disgusting thing to the majority of us, but they don't lose no sleep. He doesn't lose any sleep over this. At all. I'm talking about you realize like, okay, yeah, these three children, these three kids, those are his kids, right? They didn't have to be here. That was your choice. That was your decision. Mm-hmm. You decided to do that. I don't care what kind of problems they got. It's your job to figure that shit out. And you just going to disregard them and pretend like they never existed and take on these three new kids. You posting them on Instagram. Oh, shout out to the only and the best daughter I've ever had. What are we doing here, Brian? If you don't want to accept your three brown-skinned children, then change your name to Brian McDay. Mm. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking for a lot. I, that's the most hurtful thing. Which of them kids came first, Katie? The first three or the second three? The first three, right? Yes. So if he starts back at one... He's not going to start back at one. So you're just going to leave the first three with shattered dreams and broken hearts? Yes. <laughs> Duh. How do people live this way? He doesn't give a fuck. Like, honestly, when he even said that his music wasn't inspired by anything until he met his current wife, you don't give a fuck. You don't. You don't care. You don't give a fuck. The fact that you actually labeled and listed the kids who you claim that you're a father to in your Instagram bio means that you are the most pettiest dude out here who does not care about who your biological children are, who you were supposed to raise with your first wife, or even if you and your wife didn't agree, even if y'all divorced, those are still your children. Like, no matter what. And you basically saying, F y'all? Nah. I don't want y'all. I'm going to restart. It's nasty. You can't do that as a parent. It's nasty. And a lot of parents think they can Nope. I'm done with it. That's all I got. I'm ready to go when you are. I'm going to leave it. I could go deeper. I'm going to leave it. You sure? Mm-hmm. But if you want to come back to it, you let me know. Just know that mm-hmm. when... <laughs> yep. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You see, I ain't asked for the what's next yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, when, get it your, when your child asks you, right, mm-hmm. like Will Smith did, and even though that scene didn't really pertain to him, but in Fresh Prince, he's like, why he never loved me? Mm. Think about your kids who feel that way. Mm. Why did he never fucking love me? What they do. Right? What they do. They didn't ask to be here. No. It was your all. decision. That was your decision. But you wanted to live a different life so much so that you disregarded another child of yours. And that's the most, most hurtful thing ever. Like, because I feel like those kids still deserve, like, they still want their parents no matter what. And no matter how you disagree with their their mother or whoever, to disregard your children, that's so hurtful, and that causes more trauma than a lot of parents know. You don't trigger me now. I wasn't even going to go to it. See? It, don't, it see you don't trigger me now. I, I'm sorry. I, it no, you don't hurts. Me. You know what bothers me? But you know what bothers me the most, Katie? It's like, I already said that, obviously, when you come into this world, you didn't have to be here. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to call out no names, but there's people in my family used to tell me, well, tell them to come to me. What do you mean come to you? For what? I'm the kid. I'm the child. What are you talking about? What are you? Be the adult, yo. And then a lot of us, I get it, man. When we're young, we make mistakes. We make mistakes. We all do. But you have an opportunity to grow. Some of us are fortunate enough, blessed enough, lucky enough, whatever you want to call it, to live a long enough time to grow, learn, mature, and be better. And in your 
older years when you could utilize that time to fix some shit. Maybe you fucked something up when you was younger. Maybe you wasn't the greatest parent when you were younger. Maybe you didn't know how to handle shit when you was younger. Most kids that turn into adults still have a gravitational pull to your bum ass even when they don't want to, when they want to fight it, when they hate it, they want to get rid of it. They would do anything not to feel that. And you can't. And you still want daddy to show up at the park bench mm. just one fucking time. And you can't put aside your selfish ways just one time to show up. It's so cowardly. Mm-hmm. And it goes into a lot of the things I was saying earlier about the way that people live in this selfish ass space of believing you will never have to pay for this somehow in your soul and in your spirit. And I don't get it. I What I hate the most is that there's a lot of children who come from broken homes. And as me, as a child who came from a broken home, oh, who bye. always wanted to know why was my dad not around? Why did my dad do what he needs to do as a man and step up? But he did for my brothers. That's how I always felt. Even if that was really was a narrative, which I learned later on. Mm-hmm. But at the time when I didn't know that, I thought, oh, he wanted to be a father to my brothers instead of a father to me. You don't understand that. And a lot of parents don't realize the trauma that it leads to. And I feel like every mm-hmm. piece of trauma that happens from a parent who didn't step up or rude parent who didn't even come in to be like, oh, my bad or whatever it is, leads to how they progress in life. And I feel like the way that I act and the way that I move, especially when it comes to dating, is a direct result of how I was raised by my quote-unquote parents. And it's affected me. Even if I don't want it to, it will. I can't say that the way I date is because of how I choose to date. No, the way I date is because of how I was raised and who was in my life. You're doing the best you can with what you know. Exactly. And it still hurts because I always wonder, if I did have that father figure, figure, you know, like if I did have this and if I did have that, would I have turned out differently? Would I have ended up, you know, like there's so many different things and so many different questions that I feel like part of me is a little bit fucked up because of how... I was fucking raised. So many of us are in the same exact race as our competitors, and we don't have the same tools. We didn't have the same practice. We didn't get to come from the same locker rooms. We didn't have the same equipment to work on the shit that we need in order to go out here and compete with people and compete with life. And we still have to do the best that we can with them because guess what? Life don't give a fuck. Life's not fair. And then what makes it worse is when I do have the opportunity to face you face to face and say, hey. This is your chance. We could have made something different. Here. Come on now. As my parent, and you say, oh, my bad. Mm. And just keep pushing. You just oh, sorry, my, huh? Oh, my bad. Ooh. What the fuck? You just, oh, my bad. I'm, I, let, well, let's, let's make up. No, 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 no. We can't start at fucking one. You know, we can't, we can't start where we are today. No, no, because you have so much damage to undo but because no one has ever held you accountable and you just think, ah, oh, well, I'm here now, it shouldn't matter because I'm here now. You're good. You don't understand the years that my adolescence was more important than now. As an adult, no, because now I can make my own decisions for myself. I'm not as impressionable as I was when I was younger. And shout out to the Jay-Zs of the world who found a way to find that success anyway and then still forgave their fathers when their fathers decided to want to come around after the success. Because that happens, too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these young men make it to professional sports or they make it to become something, and then here come the father. Hey, you know I taught you that jump shot when you was four. 
Thanks, oh, Dad. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You, cool. you, you really believe the jump shot was all that I needed to get here? <laughs> <laughs> right? Who told me how to fight? Who told me about the women? Who told me about the people that was going to try to snake me? Who told me about life? Who told me about how to get up and do it again when I was at the worst point of times? Who told me about how to deal with depression? Who told me about how to deal with failure? How to deal with rejection? How to deal with giving somebody my heart to find out that they weren't worth two minutes of my time? Who told me about all that shit, Dad? Huh? Hmm. And for me, in my world, it was my mom. Yeah, man. For a lot of us, it's that. And it, I ain't, I'm not even, I ain't yeah. even about personal shots. Because thank God, I, I'm good. But, whoo. I'm pretending I'm good, but I'm still not after that. I'm not I, good. I, I'm still, I'm not. I'm not no. <laughs> if I'm being all. honest, like, I appreciate, but no. I'm still not 100% good. No. No, it's a, it, 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 no. honestly, there's no way to ever be 100% good when you come from a broken home. However, we do the best we can with what we have, and we learn what we can on the fly, and we figure it out as we go. But there will always be something missing. And most of the time, it's not even because you made mistakes. It's because you wasn't man enough or woman enough to fucking fix them. Mm. Period. Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.